You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Welcome to Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk more Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus, episode two. It's called Crushed, and things really picked up steam a little bit in this episode. And I gotta say, my reserved hype from episode one, which I think I still, I think we both gave that a four and a half, which is not really very well reserved hype, but (laughs) my reserved hype from episode one to episode two paid off in spades because I like this better than the first episode. Really? All right. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. And, uh, well, first let's talk about what happened in the episode and then we will talk about our thoughts. So, okay. Kamala begins training to control her powers with her friend Bruno Corelli, with the latter deducing that the bangle activated Kamala's superpowers that somehow she had inside her all along, which hasn't been proven yet, but maybe I have some theories. Uh, Kamala and Bruno and her friend Nakia attend a party organized by Zimmer where they meet a new senior... Cameron. Kamala befriends him, but Bruno becomes frustrated when she chooses to spend more time with him instead of training, or more time with Cameron than training with Bruno. Little bit of jealousy. Mm -hmm. After seeing a vision of a mysterious woman, Kamala asks her grandmother, Sana, and Muniba about Kamala's great-grandmother, Aisha. The original owner of the bangle, as we come to learn, but both dismiss her. Yusuf says young Santa lost her way during the partition of India. Uh, That is when India was split into two different countries. Thanks a lot, Mm -hmm. British. Mm -hmm. Ben, I know you're listening right now. Although he knows, he knows, uh, was able to, uh, af- during the partition of India, but was able to find her father om- almost mysteriously by f- what she said, following some stars, stars. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, after questioning Zimmer about her savior at Avenger Con, agents Cleary and Deaver order a sweep of the entire tri-state area targeting South Asian communities. Yep. Uh, at an uh, Eid Mubarak celebration, a young boy slips from a balcony and almost falls to his death before Kamala saves him with her powers. Kamala is then chased by DODC agents led by Deaver, but is miraculously saved by Cameron, who introduces her, Kamala, 
to his mother, who is in the back seat, and Aurora, Mm -hmm. his mom, to me, kind of looks like this vision that Kamala was having of what is presumably her great-grandmother. Is that just you think? Oh, wait. I didn't even think about that. Yes, because the way they... I mean, I thought she kind of looked familiar a little bit. Like, this kind of looks like the woman she saw in her in the vision. But then the way he was like, I want to introduce you to my mom, made it feel like... Yeah. And the way the camera moved, like, it felt like we were supposed to put these things together. But I wasn't 100% and she said certain. That she said something like, I've been waiting to meet you or something like that. Yes. Yes. Um, huh. So, my theory is that perhaps... Kamala's ancestry is perhaps not entirely 100% human. Um, Okay. Her origin story, they're doing a completely different origin story than in the comics. Um, The long... (laughs) There's a moment in the the episode that she's like, am I a a Scardian? Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Am I related to (laughs) Thor? And Bruno's like, I don't know. Then he's like, maybe. Um, I gotta say... I think this is the direction they're heading in. So the the long and short, well, this might be a long version of a short story. I don't know. But uh, for a while, Fox owned the rights to the X-Men movies. Uh, mm-hmm. They had the distribution rights to make X-Men movies. And Marvel had this phase where they're like, okay, then fuck X-Men. We are going to, we have our own X-Men that are even better than the X-Men. They're called Inhumans. Uh, Oh yeah. What what do you mean? They're the Kmart X-Men. Don't say that. They're, they're better than Kmart X-Men. They're the real X-Men now. And for a while, everything was not mutants, but Inhumans. And in the comics, Inhumans get their inhuman abilities by going through Terrigen Mist, which is something that was not only on that Inhumans miniseries, uh, but was also seen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Uh-huh. That's how like Quake got her powers and things like that in that show. But eventually, Fox, uh, the entertainment portion of Fox, was purchased by Disney. And now Marvel has full control of the X-Men again. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just going to forget about that whole inhuman. Just forget that ever happened. Uh, and they've ignored the Terrigen Mist uh, origin here because that was Ms. Marvel's origin story in the comics. She, uh, you know, as you do, uh, slipped on a banana peel, fell into some Terrigen Mist and has some, you know, stretchy superpowers and stuff. And uh, now they're going for a much more cosmic tie-in. And, I mean, her favorite Avenger is Captain Marvel. Obviously, her powers yeah. are derived from the Tesseract. And uh, I feel like, especially since Bruno had that whole line about like the bangle, I, he's like, I just think the bangle brings out the like a power that you have in you. Within, yeah. 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 And if her ancestry is alien in origin, then maybe, maybe that is where it comes from. And it explains a whole lot as to why her mother and grandmother are both like, you know, we will talk about Bruno, but we won't talk about your great grandmother. Uh, <laughs> like she's off limits, but yeah, uh, I think that's my theory. I think that's who the woman was. I could be totally wrong, but I think well, that's who I, the woman I, I was. Kept, when, when that happened at the end, I kept thinking, uh, because they all, it, they talk about the great grandmother as mm-hmm. this terrible person. Oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
destroyed the family and uh nobody wants to talk about her even the aunties were like yeah she killed someone and like <laughs> they were just gossiping about God, what was their nickname the, for the aunties like it was some the, the Lumi, il, Illuminan, uh, Illumina aunties. Luma aunties or something oh my god <laughs> i died um so they, they're talking so bad about her i wonder mm-hmm. if the great-grandmother had the powers but used them for evil oh maybe or they just know or people yeah, just no. didn't understand or yeah but it could be that she was evil and mm-hmm. she was using the powers to cause harm yeah and that's why they don't want to talk about it they don't want kamala to have the bracelet yes but kamala might use it for good mm-hmm it's possible. So, yeah. It's possible. I mean, the partition of India took place in 1947, so mm-hmm. this was a long time. Like, even if she wasn't using them for bad, they could have seen her as like, you know, a witch or something like that. Right. right? Or right. when they right. discover that maybe they discover she's not fully human or something, and they are ashamed of, you know, what it is, or you know, whatever that whatever the case may be. Right. But, uh, right. what, okay, so in general, what did you think of episode two? No, I liked it too. Um, I I don't know if I liked it as much as the first one, like okay. you, but I still like liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have, you know, I it just I just kept wondering throughout the the episode this thing about the great grandmother and uh, what happened. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Kamala, I mean. Br- Br- I don't know how Bruno has all this technology. <laughs> he's just, you know, you know, I mean, you know, he's like Ned Leeds. He's like Peter Parker's friend. Like you know, all these people. I, I mean, come on, Aurora. We've all been teenagers. It did didn't we, to Caltech for didn't we, <laughs> I mean, look, <laughs> we, we've all been teens before. Uh, we all had that one friend who was the tech genius. Uh, yeah. you know, who uh, made their own drones and uh, hacked the computer system at school to change yeah, all of our like grades the, to A's. Uh, the girl from Jurassic Park that's a hacker somehow. <laughs> yes, a Unix system. I, I know this. Um, yes. <laughs> we all know that friend, Aurora. We all have that friend, okay? We all have the computer genius friend who goes to MIT. Uh, we all have them, okay? Just not all yeah. of us become superheroes, so we know we we don't need their their technical savvy to make super suits and whatnot for us. But right, right, uh, we right. all have that tech nerd friend who's you know, uh, yeah, because he has like a tablet <laughs> and he's showing. He Kamala. made his own Alexa. Yeah, but like, but he you can see in it that he's mm-hmm. like recording her and he's, you can see like the energy coming from inside her. Yes, like, and I was like, how? How do you have this technology? <laughs> I mean, look, maybe, maybe in the, I want to give this world the benefit of the doubt. Maybe Aurora in a world where a Tony Stark exists and like there's super yeah. technology and there's superpowers and all of this other stuff. Maybe like advanced classes for super smart kids are also escalated and they now like learn, you know, maybe. MIT kids now learn this kind of superhero kind of level of technology or whatever. Maybe it's more open to them or something. I it, guess. It feels like a stretch, <laughs> but also this is a world where we just saw a giant dead bird god fight a giant crocodile god. Yeah, uh, that's true. So, uh, you know, this that's is true. a 
a world where a giant purple man snapped his fingers and erased half of existence. So, but yet still, (laughs) it feels weird to me. Like, how does he have all this stuff? (laughs) No idea. (laughs) That thing's that those questions still cross my mind. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I. I really adored this episode, but why I adored it really comes down to one, uh, one, uh, Kamala Khan is, I mean, two episodes in is a great character. Like I already love her. She's so relatable and so sweet. And I love how she she goes in the school with all like this swag, you know, (laughs) now that she has the powers, right? She has so much more confidence in herself. And then she meets this, she meets this guy and I loved everything. Like she fell for him right away, but it's not like the, you know, he's the cool kid who doesn't even notice her. Like he kind of falls for her right away too. And then Aurora, I was so happy to hear be my baby by the Ronettes yeah, on this yeah, episode. Yeah. I smiled <laughs> so big and she's like dancing around and it's all in her head. Cause like the moment yep. her parents talk to her, the music goes away and she, you know, it says something to them or whatever. And then it goes right back to the music <laughs> and she's just in her own world dancing and singing. And I loved that scene and I love yep. that song. So that was great. Uh, I loved when they met up after uh-huh. school or whatever for coffee and she runs into her brother, brother. and they have to fiance. lie. Yeah. yeah. And they have to lie. And her brother's fiance absolutely knows <laughs> what's going on. And her brother is too dumb to know. He just falls for the excuse. He looked like he kind of suspected something a little bit, but then he sort of just, he went with it. And his fiance though is like, sure. You're have fun with your <laughs> right. cousin. Wink, 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 wink. Um, but <laughs> that uh, I loved all that. But that ties more into one of the things that I love most about this show is when people talk to each other, it feels conversational. Yes. When she talks with her family, they feel like a family. When she's talking, yeah. to, when she's talking to Nakia, she they feel like best friends. They're, Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the one of the B plots in this show is in this episode is the when they go to mosque, the uh the mosque is segregated between men and women, and the men's right. side is like pristine and very well kept, and the women's side there's like molding under the mold under the carpet yeah. and yep. all this other stuff. And there's like a board of directors or you know, whatever, and there's an election up and Kamala keeps telling Nakia she should run for it. And she goes, Kamala, do I look like a 90 year old man to you? And she just looks at her and goes, sometimes. Uh, (laughs) And I just, I cracked up. I love like, that's like perfect. Like, you like, that's just friend banter. Uh, Two best friends just making fun of one another. But she does decide. She also decides to do it. As well, yep. she's a she's more of a, a modern progressive Muslim woman, and, yeah, and she's she made an amazing poster. I was like, that the poster is <laughs> I know amazing. Uh, Bruno must have done the uh, the graphic design work too because he does everything. Um, but uh, he probably did. Uh, he probably did. Yeah. But yeah, I the interactions the interactions are all wonderful. Like, agreed. There's not. Yeah. 
a moment that I dread in this show. Like there's not an interaction that like I'm dreading to see. I'm every time people are on screen, my face lights up and I just have fun watching the show. Uh, This is, I mean, look, they've got four more episodes to screw it up for me, but uh, I am absolutely loving this show. And I have faith. I I, I don't think they're going to screw it up. I think they're going to screw Yeah. I, uh, this is working very well for me. And again, in this episode, it needs to be mentioned the, um, the way that they inlay some of the design elements, like the texting, the te- like anytime she pulls out a phone to text, I'm like looking everywhere on my screen. Yeah, like this time yeah. it was like her bed sheets or whatever had like the text messages yeah. on it. And um, I just, yeah, I can't get enough. Like everything about this show works for me and uh, I love it. But uh, yes. any, any more thoughts or any final thoughts, Aurora about episode two? Well, the other the other thing that I noticed was they make a lot of like uh, they emphasize a lot uh, the car of I can't remember the the guy the CD. Um, Cameron. He, they they emphasize a lot his car. Yeah. And he offers to you know give her driving lessons in the car, and they mm-hmm. pick her in that car when she's in trouble. And I don't know if there's something going on with the car. There's only. <laughs> Oh my, maybe it's a transformer. I hope it's not that. Um, that's not what we need in this universe. But um, I, I have two theories. Uh, one is slightly less cynical than the other. Let's go with the less cynical version, which is uh, they want to hammer home the car because the car is going to zoom up at the end of the episode and they want you to recognize it. Oh, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, that's true. That's the more true. cynical thing is this is product placement and they're like, please feature our car. It's a nice fancy car. I mean, that is the other thing I noticed about this kid. Like his car is holy shit. How did he get that car? Yeah. For a high schooler. That's an amazing car. (laughs) That's like a Tony Stark car. How does he have that? Um, but yeah, uh, I like that. I, I do like, I do like that. They spent time at the, at the dinner table sort of talking about the partition of India and how everyone has a partition story and it's all depressing. Um, For people who don't know, that is when India was split. Uh, It used to be um, two into, it used to be one, it used to be one country and was then split into, into India and uh, Pakistan, Pakistan. Um, And, uh, uh, I think the, it may have been more partition than that. I keep thinking that it's more than just India and Pakistan, but um, yeah, it was there. There was actually like a pretty good Doctor Who episode about it during Jodie Whittaker's run as the Doctor as well. Something that's sort of been uh, brought up a little more frequently in our science fiction fantasy, which I'm always here for more inclusive history lessons um, because yeah. it was something I didn't know that much about. And I was glad to hear more about it here. Unfortunately, I mean, it doesn't sound like it would have been any fun anyway, but it's kind of depressing to hear that everyone has a story, but none of them are good. (laughs) And it makes, but it makes a lot of, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I don't know. There's just a lot going on here. I think they want you to look at agents Cleary and Deaver as, uh, the damage control agents 
as probably yeah. as, as kind of quasi bad guys, but I don't think they are going to end up being that. I don't, I don't think. Know. It sort I don't of I, I, it sort of feels like it a little bit, but I mean I don't know. I here's the thing. I really like um and they've kept one thing uh consistent for Agent Cleary, uh, because we saw him do this in because uh, he was also in Spider Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was interrogating Ned, he does the same thing here to that girl Zimmer Zoe, I think her name is yeah, the influencer. Yeah, he's her the influencer. and he goes in there and he's like, "Oh man, no way! Like I know you, like I follow your stuff." Like he and he even brings up some of her videos or something like that, and he just uses it as a way to get in to like grill her. And he does the same thing to Ned when he's trying to interrogate Ned. Yeah, 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 as yeah. well. Um, He's like kind of a charming jerk, kind yes. of. Yes. Uh, but I don't think that they are like bad, bad guys. I think okay. um, they're very cautious of superheroes, but I don't think they are the villains here. Um, although if they are going to be villains in this show, they should probably introduce them in the third episode because they're only three episodes after that. Yep. So uh, this, this is zipping along very quickly. Uh, I'm sure there is going to be a villain. Maybe it's Cameron's mother slash possibly Kamala's great grandmother. Maybe. Um, what if it's Bruno? God, you'll never. I mean, look, he is jealous of this Cameron guy. He is. He's very yeah. jealous. But look, to be honest, Cameron, good looking, uh, British accent, uh, yeah. drives a really nice very car. Charming. Very charming. Yes. All the hallmarks of evil right there. <laughs> yeah. Beware British accented gentlemen driving really nice cars that are also charming there. There's a yep. good chance. They are the incarnation of evil. So, yes. uh, that's, that's what you got to look out for everybody. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like this episode more than the first one even. And I like the first one quite a bit, but I'm curious, Aurora, if you have any final thoughts or predictions, uh, and if not, what would you give episode two? I gave this one a four. Oh, okay. Um, so you went down a yeah. little bit. I went down a little bit just because I liked the first one better, mm-hmm. but I, I still liked it. It was good. Okay. Yeah. I went four and three quarters. All right. Almost a five. And look, had, if they had played all of Be My Baby, then maybe I would have given it a five. <laughs> um, I got to say, the music in this show has been really fun. Oh, amazing. Yes. Even the, I mean, they have some older music too, but even the current stuff that they play, like, I, I love it. I love I love the music at the end credits. Yeah, yeah. It's the opening yeah. theme for this podcast, which uh, I hope more people will listen to because a lot of people don't listen to the end credit music. <laughs> but it's a great theme song for her. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it. It's at the beginning of this show. So, uh, yeah. Uh, they just nail... They're just nailing this show. And yep. Yep. I hope... I hope other people are loving it as much as we are. Uh, for me, I... I enjoyed aspects of Moon Knight, but for me so far, this is surpassing it by oh, yeah. a wide Agreed. margin. Mm. Agreed. Like, I don't know if it's going to be able to match the emotional tone and grandeur of like a WandaVision or uh or even Loki, but Loki, yeah. it's a pro it's approaching 
those those shows this feels like one of the higher end shows like right now it feels kind of neck and neck with hawkeye for me which i also loved uh Uh, and uh um captain america and the winter soldier uh which we are now referring to that show as so yeah uh i'm excited super excited for the next episode Oh, why does it got to be so many days? It's so many days away. It's not that many, but it feels like it. It always does. We've been spoiled. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, yeah. To not wait. Yeah, this is one of those things. I just had a rant on the last episode of the Cinema Geekly podcast about why Netflix is sort of struggling right now. And that's because they're still doing the binge uh, delivery method of their shows, which is great. Like I can zoom yeah. through Stranger Things part four and like it's amazing for that time that I'm like zooming through it, but then the talk kind of dies down around it because everyone's watched it and it's only been a couple of days since it came out. It's and true. with yeah. a show like a WandaVision or a show like this, or you know, like The Boys on Amazon Prime, any of those shows, you've got a week to week delivery. And people can still talk about the episode, talk about what's happening next, have theories, have discussions, all of that stuff. And I'll admit that is probably the better delivery method, but there is definitely a part of me that's like, I wouldn't be mad if they just put episodes three through six up (laughs) like tomorrow morning. If I wake up and they're all there, I won't be mad about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because I could I could just zoom through this show. It's it's just a lot of fun. So kudos mm-hmm. to all involved. Um, but okay. Okay. Enough gushing. We still have four more episodes that we'll probably have to gush about. So we have to reserve some of it. Aurora, I am proud of how well you uh, held back this week, even giving it a slightly lower score than last week. Uh, <laughs> I am struggling right now to withtain, uh, to, to kind of contain my, my joy. I just know. I just know just by the way that this show is going, I know there's going to be a five somewhere mm-hmm. in here. Yeah. Yeah. Almost certainly. Yes. I mean, I felt tempted this week, but I'm like, no, come on. No, I know there's going to be a five. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, okay, everybody. Well, Maybe it'll be next week. We will find out. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, this is a listener-supported podcast, and there are a couple of ways that you can support us if you want to do that. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have our merch store, geeklymerch.com. Links for both are in the show notes for this episode. Of course, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., where you can then hit subscribe and join us next time to hear us talk about episode three of Ms. Marvel on Disney+. Plus. 